Hey again, welcome back to the Rooted Mystic Musings podcast. My name's Angel, and I know I always say it, but I'm extra excited that you're here for this one because I have got a bookishness podcast for you today. These are all part of my experiments and magical reading, and I'm having so much fun with them. I can't even tell you. I hope you do too. But before we begin, I want to remind you that if you're digging these episodes, you can hop over to rootedmystic.com forward slash notes and join me for my coffee chat notes. Because if, like me, you're too woo for the normal folk and too normal for the woo folk, you'll fit right in with us. My coffee chat notes are where I share stories and bits of ordinary magic with the intent of helping you to remember and reconnect with your own inherent magic. All with a little side of sass, usually every Friday. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so here we are, and I'm hoping you've got your cuppa and you're ready to settle in because seriously, this is gonna be good. Here we go. Okay, today we are doing a super quick overview of the book called The Starless Sea by Erin Morgenstern. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm going to include a picture of the book quickly so that you can see that. I got this one from the library, read it um, actually in a much longer time than I normally would. I'm going to tell you the truth. I started on this book and I really had a hard time getting into it. And it wasn't until I read this next quote that I decided, okay, I'm in. This quote was, I think, in the third chapter, fourth chapter, maybe something like that. She said, a boy at the beginning of a story has no way of knowing that the story has begun. And that really struck me. Now, it doesn't have quite the same oomph with me now that it had when I first read it, I think because of the other bits of the story that I had already read. So if it doesn't quite land with you, oops, that was probably loud, sorry. So if it doesn't quite land with you in the way that it did with me when I first read this, maybe that's why, but I did find it super interesting. A boy at the beginning of a story has no way of knowing that the story has begun. So for all of us, like our story has long since begun, right? And I really want to try to keep these videos much, much shorter, like ideally five minutes or under. I'm not sure that I'm going to make it for this one, so maybe 10 minutes, but um, so I'm going to carry on. Again, as a quick reminder, these are not meant to be reviews. These are just like, this is what I'm taking from these books that I'm reading. I'm going to try to take at least one thing from every book that I'm reading and then put it into action in some way. So the next quote is this. No, each one's different. They have similar, similar elements though. All stories do, no matter what form they take. Something was, and then something changed. Change is what a story is, after all. Change is what a story is, after all. So again, this theme of we're all kind of already caught up within our own stories, within our own lives. Our lives are the stories. And how interesting I think it can be to see our lives as our stories, and then how does our perspective change if we do begin to see our life in that way? And then one more. We are the stars, he answers, as though it's the most obvious of facts afloat in a sea of metaphors and misdirections. We are all stardust and stories. <laughs> I 
love that. We are all stardust in stories. And I know who was it? Was it Neil deGrasse Tyson or no? Oh, I'm going to completely blank on his name. I'm going to have to look it up and put it in the notes below. The guy that said we are all we are all made of star stuff. We are all made of stardust. I'm going to have to look that up and put that below. It reminded me of that, but again, just this idea of stories and and what is a story and what does that mean and how are our lives like stories? And if we do see our lives like stories, what does that mean? Like, how does that shift things for us? And so now this next section is what am I taking from this book? And the notes that I made as I was reading the book were these. I wrote swords and bees and candles, doors and keys and handles. And then I wrote books and underground secrets and a sense of magic baked into all the things, like everything in this book. And it all felt like it was just simmering underneath uh, the surface of, you know, quote unquote, real life. And I loved that. Um, that was a big kind of theme of the book is this underlying foundation of something more, like something magical, something alive. And then the last bit was, there's just something about stories in general, especially how they all weave together. And that's what I've been saying for the rest of this. Like the quotes that I shared were about that and about stories and how we can look at stories as compared with our lives and um, what that might mean and what that might change if we begin to look at our lives from the perspective of them being stories. And so the actions that I'm going to take from this book are... I wrote Bolo for magic in daily life. So be on the lookout for just magic, ordinary magic in daily life, which this seems kind of obvious if you know me at all, because I talk about ordinary magic anyway. And like everything that I do is related to helping you to remember and reconnect with your own inherent magic. And that's what I want for myself and all of that. So that one was um, pretty obvious for me. I think the thing for me with this book was that, um, you know, sometimes we need a reminder. We need a reminder of what we know we know. And this book was that for me. Just, again, this thing of um, magic underlying everything, really. And then the other action was to find more books like this because I loved the reminder. And I, I got sucked into it and I felt like I was part of the world and, and all of that. So, And on that note, someone recommended a book that's similar. So I got this one from the library already. The 10,000 Doors of January by Alex E. Harrow. Harrow? I'm not sure how you pronounce that. So that one will be coming up soon as well. So there we go. And almost five minutes. I was close. Um, that's this one. The Starless Sea. So, so good. And if you want more, if you want to hear about how my actions are impacting things and hear updates about what kind of an impact those things are having in my life overall. And if you want to be part of this experiment, hop on over to rootedmystic.com forward slash membership and take a peek at what's available in the Rooted Mystic membership and what you can get from this additional piece. This part is going to be called the an experiment with, um, oh, of course, I'm going to go completely blank, an experiment with reading magic. Okay, I'm going to take you with me and take a quick look and figure that out.
Experiments and magical reading. See, that's way better than what I was trying to spit out. Experiments and magical reading. So it's going to be super fun. I've already talked about it in a previous video, and I will link to that video um, up here and in the notes below. So I hope to see you soon. Take care. Alright, that's it for this episode. If you're into what you're hearing, please remember to like and subscribe, and maybe even share with a friend or two. It really does help to get the word out, and I appreciate it so much. Really, really. Okay, until next time, take good care of you.